Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What up? This is Gina Irina Shudo, and this is Bridge the Atlantic. Welcome to Bridge the Atlantic's interviews, where we get to know the people behind and in front of the creative industries. We're your hosts, music web designer Ross Barber-Smith from Scotland, owner of Electric Kiwi, where we create awesome custom websites for bands, artists, and musicians. And I'm singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist Marcio Novelli from Canada, a man who wears many hats, literally and figuratively, when I'm not making music or doing this show, I'm directing music videos and documentaries or vlogging as the crazy vegan. Before we jump into the interview, we just want to let you know that we are on Patreon and you can become a bridger for as little as a dollar per month. You'll gain access to our exclusive Encore series featuring never before seen videos with our guests and your support will allow us to keep bringing you weekly interviews and keeping the lights on here at Bridge the Atlantic. Yes, the lights are important. And make sure to head over to our website to pick up one of our shirts that we are sporting right now. It looks really good on you, Ross. You look good. Oh, I'm trying to compliment people more. If you use the coupon code BTA Rocks, you'll receive 20% off your order. And of course, don't forget to subscribe on YouTube so you don't miss any episodes. So joining us out of Detroit is singer-songwriter Gina Irene Ashuto. Gina finished second in the 2014 season of American Idol and has since signed to original 1265 recordings, releasing an EP and full-length album Cold Fame and is currently studying for a degree in creative songwriting. Cold Fame was written and recorded after Gina spent six months of her teenage years as a contestant on American Idol and the record displays a range of sounds and sensibilities that take us through the life of a modern young woman. We're excited to get to know Gina, hear more about the record and the advice she'd offer to her fellow musicians. So without further ado, Welcome to Bridge the Atlantic, Gina. Hi, how y'all doing? I'm well. I, I'm really well. I'm I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm I'm excited. Uh, I've been a fan of your of yours since I saw you on American Idol. Big fan of the album. As I said before the interview to you, Gina, I probably account yeah. for ten percent of your streaming uh, Spotify <laughs> royalties. So uh, that gives you an insight into how much I listen to your your records. So thank you so much, dude. That means a lot. Uh, like as I as I said before the interview too, it it was definitely a long time coming. So I'm glad that there's some people out there that really appreciate it and are are liking it. So we're totally awkward, and we like to make our guests <laughs> awkward. So tell me three things about yourself that everyone should know. Oh, I wrote these down, and I asked my boyfriend last night. Um, so I think three things about me. I think I'm uh, enthusiastic about a lot of things. Um. I'm motivating. Uh, I like I like to uh, to make sure that people are are working hard and that and that I'm motivated as well. Just because that's that's one of the biggest things for me. If I'm not motivated, then it's not going to happen. Um, and then I'm just real too. That's the last thing I put. Um, it's it's been really hard uh, after the last few years to kind of like condense down to myself and like what I believe in. Um, and I've always been a really big people pleaser as well. So I've been trying to be more real with people and just to say things straight up rather than beat around the bush. So 
Cool. I like Definitely that. Definitely an important, an important skill to have. Uh, but also quite a difficult one. It is difficult, dude. I'm still learning every single day. Mm-hmm. I got to catch myself. Assertiveness is a, is a tough skill, especially if you spent your whole life not being assertive, very passive aggressive. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, it's just because like, like I always want to, to get, you know, the thing out of it that I, you know, I want, if I'm doing my project, like it's good to conform and compromise, but, um, you always want to get out what you actually want and, and how you want to be perceived and all that good stuff. Cause you're in the public eye. You know what I mean? You got to be real. You got to be yourself. Yeah. And I think that that actually leads quite well into to my first question. So as I was, I was doing some research on you earlier, um, obviously after American Idol, that probably opened a lot of doors to you in terms of labels and management and, and different places that you could go. So what was the main reason that you chose to go with an independent label rather than a major? Was it so that you could do your own thing or was there any specific reasons? Pretty much like I had a few, um, not interviews, but I guess consultations, You, I would say, uh, with a couple labels, some out, of, uh, some out of New York, and then there was like one in LA. And then I had, you know, a consultation in Detroit with the independent label I'm signed to currently. And there was a complete difference between, between all three of them. Um, and the ones with the major labels, it was very intimidating. There's a lot of men in suits there. <laughs> um, all about, I, I don't know, it just kind of looked like dollar signs in a way. You know, it just wasn't, when I when I presented my own original work to them, which was kind of news to a lot of people after the show because I, I've been singing covers for the last year. Um, when I presented my own original music, it was, uh, they, they weren't very enthusiastic about it until I got to the independent label. Like, oh, you write? Oh, my God. And it's good? Okay, let's develop it. And um, as soon as I got that um, little notification from them, I was very excited and very motivated to uh, to start my project with them. So, uh, again, I'm just, like, as, as you can hear in the record, um, it's super real and super naked, if you will. Um, with with just everything, um, my feelings about everything, and I just wanted to be really open and honest with my audience. So they allowed me to do that, and I was very happy. So I think that resonates, though. I think that there's a lot of that going on, where you know an artist will sign to a major label, and it's all just fabricated. And that's not to take away from someone who's a fantastic singer and just doesn't right. happen to write, right? You know, because I right. used to be very much like, oh, if you don't write your own songs, you're awful. But you know, I've learned to really, yeah, like, but that's not. No, some of the best singers out there didn't write any of the material. However, right. I consider someone who creates an artist. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So how are we supposed to learn about you if you're not writing? You know what I mean? We, we can appreciate your, your, your talent as a, as a vocalist. But, you know, I feel like you being very naked emotionally, like you said, on the album, we're, we're, we're getting to learn who you are and you're sharing a whole different layer of yourself. And, you know, I think uh, I give you kudos for that because I think we need a lot more of that. Thank you. Thank you very much. And again, like throughout the whole writing process and uh, recording, I was still kind of like second guessing, like, is this too much? Like, is it like, because honestly, I was I was very filtered when I was on the show. It was, you know, it's a fair, obviously a family oriented show. Um, and they they know how to do like they've had their whole system down for like at that point, it was 13 years. So I could only really show uh 
one side of myself or a few sides of myself in front of the camera. So I just wanted to eliminate all of that uh, and not even have to think about turning myself on or off because that's super, super tiring after a while. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I think Jim Carrey's actually, you know? there's actor Jim Carrey, yeah. he's, been, he's been talking a lot about this, about how, you know, you put on a facade and eventually, you you know, the people who love you for something are not loving you for who you really are. It's for this character you created. So I think we can learn from people like right. him and right. you know, just take, take away all that and just be real. And I think maybe, I feel like, I feel like there's a lot of opportunity for that nowadays, especially with social media and everything. I mean, we can share those different sides, although not everyone's ready for it. But I think if you do that, you can kind of filter out the people who don't get it. You know, like, uh, right. it, it's better to have a very focused following that gets you than like a much broader following. I think that just likes you because they think you're something you're not right 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 exactly and then that's just like a miserable i'd be a miserable life for me you know just always being known for that one thing or i don't know exactly it's just it's it's good to it's good to actually be friends with your fans too yes yeah um i find that uh even though it's not, especially since I'm not really good, I'm going to be straight up. I'm not good at social media at all, <laughs> at all. But there are a few, there's a few um, people that have followed me from the show to present. And those are the, the fans or the my friends, I would say, that um, that I really, I'm really appreciative of because they've watched me transform, not only like grow up, because it's been like four years um, in four very crucial years since I was 17 and now I'm 21. Um, and a lot of changes. I mean, I've, I've changed a lot over the years, like my, my views on things, um, my experiences that I've gone through. Um, you know, I no longer live with my mom anymore. It's a huge life step. So there's a lot of things I'm discovering and there's, um, there's those fans that have stuck through everything. So I'm super appreciative of that. Well, we appreciate you and, I appreciate you guys. <laughs> it's just a love fest here. I love it. Yeah. So you released the album in 2017 and, you know, I think we've discussed it, you know, it is a really authentic record because it is very you. Did, did it take some time Thanks. for you to actually find your sound and what's been the biggest um, thing you learned through writing and recording the album? So with writing, I've been writing since I was like nine or 10. Um, and I've gone through a few different genres since Idol um, and even before Idol. Like I was in a band, like a rock band, punk rock band for a while um, when I was 12 and then jumped on the Idol train. And then I did like a electronic group for a little while. So I've been through a few different genres, but I, I didn't know like with all that stripped away, who am I and what do I sound like? And the only consistency that's that's been there has been my songwriting and the piano. So I stripped it all down and um, just brought basically brought all the songs or all the drafted songs uh, to my to my manager or my co songwriter for the album and producer. He's basically everything. Um, and and we kind of just started there and expanded from that. Um, and a lot of my songwriting, uh, that I brought to him was, it was a little unorganized because I had some of the songs I had written when I was 14, you know what I mean? They'd been a, a little, they'd been old, older than 
some of the new stuff that I'd been writing. But so there was a lot of organizational problems with the lyrics. I had I had to have a little bit of help. But um, after a while, I kind of condensed it all down. And that's what you hear today. So we kind of built up we kind of built up the whole instrumentation around the piano and vocals. So that's what the center, the heart of it is. Gina, are you ready for 20 questions? I think so. All right, let's do this. I think so. Coffee or tea? Uh, Coffee. Meat or veggies? Meat. Twitter or Facebook? Twitter. Indie or major? Indie. CD or vinyl? Vinyl. Detroit or Los Angeles? Detroit. Education or experience? Experience. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Okay, these are two favorites of mine. American Horror Story or Stranger Things? American Horror Story. (laughs) Cool. Talent or attitude? Uh, Attitude. Another two of my favorites. Paramore or Incubus? (sighs) Paramore, just because they're my favorite. I have to. (laughs) Style or substance? Style. Alanis Morissette or Fiona Apple? Fiona. Batman or Superman? Batman. Studio or stage? Studio. Michael Jackson or Michael Bolton? I I love Michael Bolton, but I gotta say Michael Jackson. And you performed with the Bolton. I know, but I just love Michael Jackson too. But they're equal, equal. Let's just go with that. I love it. I love it. Okay. (laughs) Celine Dion or Marilyn Manson? Celine. Whale or kale? Wait, what? I know. This is most people's reaction. Because Ross doesn't really... He's got this accent that's not quite Scottish, not quite British. Like whale? Was the first one whale? Like, like... Like from the ocean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. (laughs) Probably. I don't know. Like eating it? No. Or, or like, no, no, no. oh, just, oh, whales just, just, then. Just, just like as an whales. abstract concept. I like whales. Awesome. Bette Midler For or the sure. Riddler? As we move on. Bette Midler. She's dope. And your final question. <clears throat> the most important question some may say. I'm comfortable for this one. <clears throat> Ross or Marcio? Oh, that's not cool, you guys. It's not. That is not cool. I no, just no. met both of you. I know. And both of you are awesome. So why don't I just go with Bridgely Atlantic is my favorite. I like that. We'll take it. We'll take Sometimes it. Sometimes people will like right? mix us together as like Rossio or something, which I, I'm not so sure how I feel about that, but picking Bridgely Atlantic. I mean, I kind of like it, but it's kind of right? weird. That. Right? You are the first person, believe it or not, in 150 interviews that has actually picked Bridge the Atlantic. You're Dang. a winner. You're a winner, I- Gina. You're a winner. Thank you, guys. Winner, Thank winner, you. vegan dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wait, which one of you are vegan? Who do you think? Oh, you are. Oh, duh. <laughs> duh. Who do you think? <laughs> All right, Gina, Gina. For, let, let's get serious here, okay? Okay. <laughs> no, let's not get serious here. For artists who serious. are perhaps struggling between doing what they think others want them to do uh, versus what they want to do, what advice would you offer them? Because th- this is something that it, it's clear that you you've kind of struggled with, you know, coming oh, yeah, out of the so other much. End, you know? I still struggle with it too. Um, it's just never ending. But uh, 
what I will say is that no matter what point of career, you know, at what point of your career that you're in or at, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, <laughs> people are always going to throw their opinion at you. And some of it's good advice and some of it's not so good, um, depending on how you take it. But I always take into consider take everything into consideration like what my mom taught me um and listen to everything very intently and very closely um just so you have that respect level because you never want to burn a bridge with anybody um but always take into consideration everything and go back and analyze that on your own um and and bring it to somebody that you really trust and that you uh there's there's just a very small group of people um now that I really trust with, with the advice points that people give. So, um, once I kind of analyze it myself, I'll go back and, and pinpoint the things that I, I think are, will work for me and the things that I don't want to compromise on, but always respect everything. Um, which is sometimes hard to do because people have got huge egos, uh, in this industry, especially, but just always take everything with a grain of salt. I absolutely cool. love your energy and vibe. I Good love advice. it. I really do. I really Thank do. Thank you. I, I, I mean that very genuinely. I I, I love it. I uh, love your it. vibes too. I'm getting good vibes over here. So many vibes. Oh my gosh. I've got, <laughs> it's working out. And really quickly, for anyone who's kind of looking at different labels or management deals, what advice would you offer to them to ma- help them make the best decision? Is there anything specific that they should look for when they are comparing, you know, different options? Um, uh, if they're, okay, when you're, whenever you're going to talk to, uh, a management company or an, in, a label, whether it's independent or major, they're investing in you. They're investing their time, they're investing their money, what have you. Um, just make sure that with that investment, they're investing what you want to put out and they're investing in the real you instead of this crazy conformed version of you, because that's not going to be a win-win. You always want the deal to be a win-win for both of you. And um, I think that's the only way it can happen is if you're really excited and motivated uh, for that investment. Cause it's a lot, it's a lot of work on both ends, a lot of work. So Awesome. Now, we're going to be talking with Gina after this interview on our new patron-only series, Encore. Uh, We're going to be chatting about her currently studying for her bachelor's degree in creative songwriting at the Detroit Institute of Music Education. Just want to let all our viewers know to become a bridger on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month to gain access to this special series, which features um, additional segments with each of our guests every week. So we're going to be talking with Gina about that after this, after this interview. Now, I know, Gina, you said that you are not very good with social media, but what is the best place for people to connect with you online? Online? So I've got my website, which is www.ginaireen.com, mm-hmm. and that links to every one of my social media. Perfect. So that's Which cool. social media do you like um, spend the most time on? I spend the most time on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I love Instagram just because it, even though it makes your life look a lot cooler than it actually is, <laughs> it's, it's a, I think it's really, it's, it's good insight. I'm a visual learner mm-hmm. always. So I like to learn about people through, um, their eyes. So awesome. I love Instagram. 
Awesome. awesome. And you can find us as in Bridge the Atlantic on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and YouTube. Don't forget to visit our website and pick up one of our shirts <clears throat> while you're there. Yes. And as for me, I now have my own Patreon where you can join uh, me for new demos, unreleased songs, private hangouts, and so much more every single month. Visit patreon.com slash Marcio Novelli to join the family. You can find my music on iTunes and Spotify and just about anywhere you like to listen to music. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, which are all my name, Marcio Novelli. And I'm working on websites for various artists at the moment. You can check out my work and my blog at electrickiwi.co.uk. You'll find me on Twitter and Instagram as Electric Kiwi and on Facebook, Electric Kiwi Design. This episode was brought to you by 30 Roses, a virtual assistant and consultant to musicians and other creatives, as well as Music Entrepreneur HQ and Social Surge. All links are in the description, so please check them out because they do what, Ross? They keep the show alive. You really held that one. This is true. This is true. Yeah. And if you would like to sponsor the show, visit patreon.com slash bridge the Atlantic. We have recently updated our rewards, which include sponsorship at the start of our interviews, as well as an opportunity for you, specifically you, to co-host an episode. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube and iTunes so you don't miss any episodes and leave us a comment and let us know what you think of the show. And like I mentioned earlier, we have a new series. It's a patron-only series. You become a patron for a little as a dollar a month and you gain access to this. Um, don't forget to do that. Um, the links are in the description. You can find them everywhere there. Gina, this has been wonderful, really. It has been an honor to have you on the show. We have um, we've both loved chatting with you. You were so sweet. Love your vibe. Love your energy. I love you guys too. I'm going to have to tune in every week now. Oh, there we go. Yes, you do. You're going to come you back? Do. You're going to come back on the show sometime? I would love to. If you guys awesome. invite me back, it's an immediate yes. Oh, awesome. Awesome. All right. It's uh, a yes from me. Oh, my God. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks so much. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.